I quit. Those are the words that I was thinking this morning. And after what just happened to me now, I have to realize I need to stay the course, that I'm doing the right thing, at least for now. I hope I am. I woke up this morning. My body did not hurt. I was lying in the bed. My body did not hurt. I didn't want to get up because I didn't want to experience any pain. I wanted to continue to feel the feeling of nothing. If you hear anything in the background, that's my son. He's gaming. I just found out he can do gaming in high school and can letter in that sport. I'd love for him to get a letter at school because he's going to my alma mater and I got a letter for the flag squad. So I would love for him to get a, get a letter. I think that'd be so cool. But for gaming, I hope so. He's got an incredible gaming system that he designed. So yeah, I think that's awesome. But I was not ready to endure any pain. And I thought, why am I not feeling any pain? This is so odd to me. Is this my body? What's going on? What do I do? Well, I needed to get up. I needed to take my son to work. My husband went on to work, and I just stayed in the bed, and I stayed on heat. Matter of fact, let me make sure my heating pad is on now. Ah, I had a feeling. There we go. I took my son to work and came back home, and I said, I need to do my exercises. Now, this postural restoration, these exercises, they're kicking my butt. I didn't realize how how much they would hurt because you're barely doing anything. And I didn't realize that for this instance, the less I do, the better for my body. I don't need to overdo it. Like I would do like 10 instead of the four they told me to do. But my body started hurting in a weird way. It started, it feels like I've been kicked in the stomach. It hurts to touch from the serratus muscle on my left side all the way down my left side to my hip. It feels like nerves are on the outside of my skin. I, I just, the pain is truly a bit much, but it's a different kind of pain for me. It feels like, it feels like I've run a mile it feels like my body is tired from use. It's like I worked out too much. And I can only assume, and we know what happens when you assume, but I can only assume that it's because I'm doing my exercises and I'm turning back on my left side. Sadly, because I don't know anybody else that's gone down the paths that I have for treatment, I'm kind of writing my own book for this. Um, I don't have anybody to compare this with or share this with. So when I see my PT on Monday, I'm going to ask her. When I see my fasciologist from a Monday appointment, I'm going to ask her as well. Because right now, I feel like there's a major fascial adhesion right there at the serratus muscle that could be the site for the reason it's pulling and I've got so much pain on the left side. That, in addition to my muscles bunching up because they haven't wanted to be used. After reading a few posts today, because I have some posts that I have to approve. They, some people want to do anonymous or, you know, I, you know, I 
some people, you know, and some people on proof, uh, 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 you know, you have to like approve their post kind of thing. So I, I read some of the posts and then I was looking at some of the things that people were talking about. And I feel like so many people are in the, okay, what mobility aid do I get now? What braces do I need? All of this. I, I just see so many people accepting this is where I am. Now I, I need this so I can continue being the way I am. And I'm not ready to be there yet. And I don't know if that's working against me because I admire the people that are like, you know what? I need an electric scooter because I'll be able to enjoy the event better with my family. I won't be a burden to my family because I can't walk that far. I'll have my electric scooter. And I admire those people because they've accepted this is where I am, this is what I need, and this is what I have to do to make it so I can live my life. I don't know how much of my life I'm wasting by trying these modalities that are evidently not as common as I would like. I don't know if I'm wasting my time and and losing valuable moments by living and breathing this illness because that's honestly what I'm having to do at the moment because nobody has a book about fascial remodeling and this is how you do it. I mean, they're starting to come out now, but it's not something that's common. It's something that I had to seek out. It's something that is a, is a learning thing. I mean, the woman that works on me, tomorrow will be the year since I started seeing her in private practice. That's not including the time that I was seeing her when she was with home health care because I've been doing fashion remodeling for almost two years now, steadily, two years. I've peppered in some physical therapy that has set me back here and there. This is the first time physical therapy isn't setting me back. I knew that was my goal, was when I started working on my fascia, I knew that my next step was going to be strengthening, but I had to release the adhesions before I could do this next step. Now this next step isn't going as quickly as I would like it to, and I don't know if I just need to accept, hey girl, this time last year, your fanny was in bed. You weren't doing squat. Be grateful where you are now. Do the best you can and carry on and don't stress it anymore. This is where you're at. This is where you just have to accept. And there's that part of me that thinks I could be a little bit better. There's a part of me I'm just not ready to throw in the towel. I'm just not ready to call it quits. I feel like I'm chasing something that I'll never achieve after, you know, talking with a bunch of people that have this illness. Am I trying to, to attain the, is, is it, is it not attainable? Is the life that I am trying to get to not there for me? Is it not possible for this to happen? I mean, I, I know that I probably need to use my neck collar more, but rather than put it on, I just stop and take a break 
and get on heat rather than reach for my collar. If I, if I had to keep going and it was cooking for my family or something, I'd put the collar on because if I have no control of my neck and I'm trying to keep proper posture and I can't do that and cook at the same time, if it's I've been up too long and my body just isn't cooperating, then I need to break out the braces. I'm you know, kind of at that point. And then there's a part of me that thinks if I started with the braces right off the bat, how much longer would I have up if I wasn't so stubborn about not wanting to use mobility aids? And now I'm moving my heating pad because the pain is just so bad on the front. I just need to, I'm wrapping my, my left side up in heat. And then there's the part of me that's thinking, well, you know what, Christy, when you started this, yes, I call myself Christy when I talk to myself. And I'm thinking, if I was doing the podcast when I was started fashion remodeling, it would be very much like where I am now. Because this is how I was with the fashion remodeling. There was a part of me thinking, well, I seem to get better every time I release an adhesion. But then I was still down in bed. I still didn't have much time, you know, able to be up because my body just wasn't letting me. But I did get some improvement. And so there's this part of me that's thinking, am I as improved as I can be? Or is there a room for more? And I just truly feel that there's room for more. This just can't be it. Now, I think I do see my endocrinologist this week, and she's going to, I'm going to have her go over my blood work with me because things are low. I've got, you know, and it, it shows up that that could be like liver problems or kidney problems or something. But I think another thing I saw was that my blood results showed maybe poor nutrition. So I feel like I need to kind of take charge and make sure I'm going to have her do my, is it folate? I think is, is the new, uh, is the thing that they're pushing around now. The article about if you're deficient, I think in folate, that that has something to do with hypermobility EDS. Uh, I remember I, I wasn't phosphate. I'm pretty sure it was folate. I was looking cause I've got the paperwork here, but I'm going to have her check those levels for me. I'm going to have her recheck everything. And then I, I need to maybe sit down with a nutritionist, a dietitian, and get myself better from the inside as well because I'm just not ready to give up. I'm hoping that in a couple of months, I'm going to see more benefits from postural restoration. And what helped me was finding the Institute and watching the videos of the of the man that started it all talk about why we push our heels into the floor while doing or into the wall while doing postural restoration why it's so important to engage the hamstrings i don't know why therapists try to keep all of this stuff secret the first postural restoration therapist i saw just told me he was a genius but didn't tell me what he was you know what what treatment plan he was using he didn't tell me that it was postural restoration he just said he was a genius. And then when I met somebody and they said they did it, I put two and two together. I went, wait a second. 
Scott had me blowing through a balloon, and this person does too. That's what he was having me do. But he never told me. And then Cindy Hartman, although I love her and I think she's great, it took me doing my own research and reading between the lines because she gave me an exercise. She gave me several exercises. But when I went and read line by line what the reasoning was for this particular exercise, and when I listened to the gentleman, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, explain why we were doing it this way, I did my exercises today so much more purposefully. I really dived in to doing them properly because that's what makes the difference. And man alive, it's making my body hurt to no end. I mean, I am hurting in ways that I have not felt in a long time. I I feel used. I feel really just worn out. And then there's that part of me that's thinking, I just need to accept this is where I am. Don't waste any more time. Just start living your life. And if you need braces, if you need your neck collar, if you need crutches, then that's what you need. Just accept it. And then there's that other part of me that's saying, accept, no, get better, and then accept. And then still keep trying to get even better. Er. <laughs> I have dedicated so much of my time to this illness that it consumes me. Learning about it. Doing extra research. All of this stuff because I've chosen to do something different than what the doctors wanted me to do has truly affected me to where I'm just I I just don't want to be trying to get something or, or achieve something that's not possible. I don't see very many posts on Facebook with people, you know, saying just left my physical therapy not having to wear compression socks anymore. Life is grand. Threw away the neck collar. I don't see any of those. So I'm thinking, is it not possible? Am I wasting my time doing these exercises? Is this as good as it's going to get? As much as I was thinking about quitting today, there's that other part of me saying, heck no, you can't stop. Because three months from now, hopefully I'll be doing the podcast and talking about, ha, 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 ha. I just came back from so-and-so and I just did this. And imagine I was going to quit three months ago. I'm really hoping that you know, if, if I started this podcast when I started fashion remodeling, we would have a success story because I went from being bedridden to driving myself to the appointments. So I would have grown. It evolved with you. If I had started the podcast in 2021, 
So I guess now I'm in the baby stages with postural restoration, and I've just got to ride this out like I did the fascial remodeling. It's been a year and a half, but I've noticed improvements. So we've got a while to go. Let's see. This this time next year, when I'm talking about it, uh, we can sit here and laugh together about what would I be doing now if I had given up on that day? What would have happened, you know? So that's the way I needed to look at it. I'm carving out my own treatment plan. I'm carving out the direction I need to go. And hopefully it will help some of you, if not all of you in some way or, or, or some form or fashion. If, if listening to me and maybe us sharing and relating to things, maybe it'll spark something up in you and you can go carve out that plan that's catered and tailored and custom made just for you. I refuse to sit back and wait for anybody to tell me what's going to make me better. I am attacking this head on the best way that I can in hopes of not having to permanently need a wheelchair. To not having to permanently keep my neck collar on and things like that. I need to stay the course. Don't give up as badly as I want to. And just realize it's not a quick, easy fix. I mean, I wish it was... Like like for Ellen and Emma, I wish I could fix this just like we fixed the kitty litter conundrum for for the the uh for the kittens. Ella is quite grumpy and she's seventeen pounds of just love and well she doesn't fit in a covered litter box and she needs something much, much bigger and she doesn't like to share. So her stress I guess from having to share the litter box and everything with Emma caused her to need Prozac daily in order for her to even use the litter box. It took us a little while, but we figured it out. And it was a quick, easy fix. Went and got one of those washing uh, machine tub liner things, you know, like you put your washing machine or your hot water heater under it so if it ever leaks it goes into this little tray well their litter box fills up one side of it there's no top it's one of those stackable bins that you can get from like a Lowe's that you would use a mechanic shop because she's huge she needs this big litter box so we've got that and it's full of litter and as long as we clean it out after every use as soon as she uses the litter box she comes and tells you that it's dirty. If she goes to use it and it hasn't been cleaned, she will find you until you clean it out before she'll use it. We've come a long way with the litter box and the kittens. 
but it was a quick and easy fix. Our bodies don't come with owner's manuals. We are not a quick and easy fix. And the only way I think I'm going to even remotely achieve what I'm hoping to. And and I'm not looking at running marathons. I'm not looking to to you know join the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and do the jumping split, you know. I'm not trying to do anything crazy. I just want to be able to get up and have a day with minimal pain and be able to plan a trip. Well, not really. I, that's fine. I don't really want to plan a trip and go anywhere. That's just saying that for my husband. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go and do anything. I like staying home. But I would like to have a day where the pain isn't overwhelming. I like to have a day where I'm not struggling to stand up straight. I'd like to have a day where I'm comfortable in my own skin and feeling groovy and feeling good to go. I don't expect to be able to go back to doing aerobics. I'm not asking for anything crazy here. I just want to be able to wake up, feel like I can contribute to the day in some manner, do regular household chores, take care of paperwork without feeling overwhelmed, and to have a day where I just, I just get to be. Because at this point, every day is filled with doctor's appointments, some kind of exercise, trying to make sure that I'm walking properly from the bathroom to the bedroom. Focusing on all of this. Because if I don't, I don't do it properly. Today is like the first day I drank my collagen Miralax water. My husband brought me some toast in bed. I ate one piece. And then I fixed myself lunch when I fixed my son's. So I made myself eat today. And I'm so happy that I did. But I started losing my appetite when I started feeling this pain on my left side. It's like the nerves are on the outside of my skin. My neck barely wants to move. It just feels like it's a little stiff. It just feels like I've jarred it in some way. And as I started hurting more, I realized I had absolutely no appetite. I didn't care about eating. Then when I finally took a break and I lied down, I got ferociously hungry. I just had to eat. So I know that my eating is affected by the pain that I have. And the pain is so bad at times, you're just trying to take care of your obligations and fixing yourself food seems to get pushed down by the wayside. At least for me, it does. You know, doing things for myself seems to get, you know, sidelined. And I take care of my son. 
and take care to make sure the bill's not late and things like that. When everything else is consuming me, my appetite is just completely gone. So that's why I'm hoping, you know, by doing these exercises and trying to make a difference in my body, then when I see my endocrinologist next week and we go over my bad lab work, I'm going to have her, you know, look into those other things and see if I can't do some fixing from the inside as well. And then, I don't know, next month, we'll discuss again whether I'm throwing in the towel or not. At this point, I need to stay the course. And can you tell I feel woozy? I feel like I'm and I feel like I'm inebriated. I don't know if it's sinuses or what, but I honestly am having a difficult time like staying awake and I feel like my body like it has to be fascial adhesions from where I I fell and stopped my fall with my chin. I feel like there's a lot of pain there is in my in my lower jaw and it feels like there's like fascial adhesions and it's just pulling so I need to work on those and tell my fasciologist that on Monday because dadgummit I'm not ready to quit yet I can't I've come this far and if it works for me maybe it'll work for you too when I saw the exercises Debbie in the UK sent me exercises that the physio gave to her daughter. Those exercises are almost identical to the ones I'm doing. And this is a teenage girl. Imagine getting those exercises that I'm doing now before you have your baby. When you're a teenager. Before you lose your ability to walk. I think we'd be a lot better off if I had known about these exercises, if I had known about my fascia and all of that before I gave birth and immediately after I had a surgery or 12 weeks after or after I've had an injury like a truck running over my foot, I think I could have saved myself so many years of pain. That's why I think it's so important that we share all we can with other people because there is no cookie-cutter approach. There is no one-size-fits-all for this. I do think all of us could use help with our posture. I really, really do. And I do believe that poor posture creates a domino effect of problems in the long run. And I do think it's going to be a slow climb up this hill. As badly as I want to make it a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of fix, it's not happening. There's just no way it's not going to happen. But if we share with other individuals, if we question the path that the doctors have had us on, 
because we're not getting better at the moment and we listen to our bodies and maybe try a little something different maybe by creating your own your own path and your own narrative for treatment you might get better a little bit sooner I don't know it's just a thought but if there is anybody that will listen please start working on the stability of your pelvis work on your fascia all of these things are fixable within you and that's the thing that drives me nuts is that if I give up now I'll always be thinking oh if I had just done it for another month would I be that much better yes I'm down in bed right now yes I'm in pain but it's way more manageable than it was this time last year I sure as heck wasn't getting up and putting clothes in the dryer. I wasn't fixing myself something to eat. So check back with me in a couple weeks, and let's see if I've done any more improvement. I am not ready to give up yet, and you should not be either. I'm not ready to accept that wheelchair they were measuring me for. Not ready to accept it. Not gonna. Not gonna do it. I might get a little flustered with these exercises. I might get a little bit down. But I've got to stay the course. I did with my fascia. And it's paid off. So I have to hope that the same is going to come from postural restoration. Can we just call it PR from now on? Just PR. We know each other well enough. Let's just call it PR. But that's that's what I'm I'm going to do. I need to keep positive. I need to realize that I'm way better than I was a year ago. Way, way better than I was two years ago. And that this is just a little negative Nelly trying to reach in. And bring me down. And I'm not going to let it happen. I've done my three things. On my AWOL Zebra agenda. I've gotten those things accomplished. I've got a few more things to do. I'm going to shuffle my paperwork around. And make it look like I'm doing something. I do have a load of clothes in the laundry. And I'm thinking about. Having a meal for dinner. Things I wasn't doing a year ago. So if you're questioning. You're doubting, you're concerned, you're thinking, ah, this is a miserable existence or something like that. Just take a breather, step back, and figure out if there's something you need to change or or just focus on. Because right now, this is consuming my life, doing these exercises and all of that. But I'm thinking it's got to pay off, right? Right? Just not ready to throw in that towel. And I'm not going to yet. Neither will you. Let's make a difference. Spread the word. Help somebody. Make sure if they're younger. Just make sure that you pay it forward, I guess. 
so that no one else has to suffer the way you have. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I really appreciate you being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Stay tuned until tomorrow. Have a lovely day.